we are recording. So. <laughs> I'm as ready as I'm going to be concerned. My magic witch box is uh, shut down. You you'll me. be all right, just like you know we all survived uh, 24 hours without. Uh, yeah, Nashville bombings. That I was know a fun that's day. happened since uh, since we did anything <clears throat> last, uh, and everything was down here for a day and a half. Yeah, and uh, I, well, what I thought was funny, I saw the uh, whenever. By whenever, the way, I am Big Dave. Oh yeah, and I'm Alan Smith. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Welcome to the Gen X Pro- Project, Project Gen, Gen X, X podcast. <laughs> So you, you have the same problem I do whenever you're trying to say that. It's like it's right there on the tip of your tongue, but you just can't get it out in the I'm, right order. So. I've, I've got um, I've got New Year's hangover. And we're well over a week off from that. Well, so. it seems like 2020 <laughs> may be hanging around. I don't want to get into all that. And, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, after the, uh, the bombing happened here in Nashville on Christmas Day, you know, uh, AT&T service was down for a day and a half, roughly. Yeah. And I know whenever we finally started getting some kind of service again, getting back on Facebook, and the meme was going around to the, you know, all y'all that that put that, um, that meme out last year about living in uh, the woods with no internet, you were all liars or something. Like yeah. That. <laughs> the funny thing is about that is that I was never down. Yeah. And that's because I have zero AT and T services. Well, see, that's the problem. I have AT and T everything. Yeah. Um, and you might want to think about changing I've your cell phone over to well, we'll Verizon. Talk, we'll talk. No, I, I got, I've got beef with Verizon. So, <laughs> well, you only have two choices. I don't care. What yeah, I don't care. Says. I don't. Yeah, T-Mobile and Sprint are not. Uh, well, T-Mobile and Sprint are, are the, the same, same company, company at this point. And I'm definitely not going to. Uh, uh, you know, come over to it? Verizon, Metro They've... PCS, or or uh, yeah. what is it? My parents have um, Boost. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, uh, consumer or cellular or whatever. <laughs> you can't get that. You're not old enough. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's like all this. I'm just like, no, no, no. This is ridiculous. So, anyways, so now that we are in the year 2021, um, Dave doesn't know what we're doing here. This is another one of those episodes. Yeah. Um, um, he, he's going to make me look stupid again. Just like. <laughs> no, because this is something you live through. Um, it, it, thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks for that final episode with the clips and all that. Yeah, I appreciate that. You're very welcome. So it's a, uh, what is it? It's uh, the, you said before the editor has the yeah. final say in everything. So <laughs> yeah, believe me, that's the last clip show. You Don't get piss to, me off. <laughs> that's the the last clip show you get to do by yourself. So uh, um, yeah, so um, yeah, what are we doing? What are we talking about? We're going to look at 1991, the year in albums. Okay. Because it was actually a very significant year. Okay. Um, kind of up there with, um, when you go back and you start looking at like 1987, like all the big stuff that came out. And 87 was a big year. Yeah. You know? um, of course, it, people like to talk about 92 as far as I oh, was, the year that new music's like, nah, actually, it started in 91. Yeah, 91. This is where 91 was that. We're right on the precipice of something getting ready to break big. Yeah. And when we get through this, you'll understand why we were doing now, 91 instead of 92. For reference, I graduated high school uh, May of 93. Okay. So this is the middle of high school. I started my senior year of high school in August of 91. Okay. So I, gra- I 
I was living through this as a senior, a junior well, and senior. This is what's know? funny is that I'm older than you, I know, but I, I graduated know. two years behind you. <laughs> yeah, we you. talked to you. Yeah, I know because and, moving and around so much. That's yeah. mainly, well, one was for moving around, mm-hmm. and the other one was because we were moving, I was stupid, and I yeah. I just I basically just care. Look, looked I at school, and I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what's funny? I wasn't moving, and I looked at school and <laughs> somehow still managed to <laughs> to graduate. I, I still haven't quite figured that one out. But yeah. So this is not comprehensive, okay? This is not everything that was released in 1991. You better be glad my magic witch box I know, isn't working. I know, and that's why I started. I, I'd be like, uh, you forgot this. I know, uh, I know. You forgot this. And the thing is, is that I put, like, big albums on here i also put significant albums on. okay here. all right um and and that's across it's alt rock it's metal it's pop it's country it's you know whatever okay so there's definitely going to be some garth and trisha yearwood in this both of them are on this list uh maybe some dwight yoakam no really no i found as far as country music goes the significant albums, there were some, yeah, but they were, and, and when I say there was significant albums, are the albums that kind of laid the groundwork for what '90s country would gotcha. become. Yeah, uh, there were albums that came out before this. So there's and probably after some this. Kicks and Brooks on here too. Um, they actually, you know what? They actually are on here, and I didn't. I are, think are, I might not have. Uh, right now, there's a lot of people because Neon because Neon Moon yeah. came out in '91, so that was. And I th- I think I have them on here. I, I, now that you say that, but right now there's a lot of people that are listening to this podcast that that know me as the metalhead on the show, and they're like, <laughs> "How is he pulling all this country music well, out of his I mean, rectum?" I listened to a lot of country back then, um, and. See, I, it, I, it, I'm, I may listen to a lot of metal. I enjoy metal, but I listen to a lot of different types of music. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, um, it, it is definitely one of those. You know what? Now that you said that, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and search that. Okay. Uh, because I want to make sure that. Um, See, I don't even have access to my phone, and I'm already expanding the list on you. I just want to make sure that I, that I, um, that I got, yeah, uh, Brand New Man. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, let me go ahead and put that on my list so when we get there <laughs> that we can talk about it. Because I'm make sure I didn't already have it. I didn't. Because and I'm glad you said that because it was – I remember seeing that on the list. Sorry, Brooks and Dunn. Not Brooks and, and Not Kicks. Yeah, yeah it's, it's Brooks and Dunn. Brooks and Dunn. Um, um, there's probably some Reba on there. Uh, there was a Reba McIntyre, but it wasn't a significant gotcha. Reba McIntyre. Um, I do remember looking at that one and being like, eh, this one, I mean, there was like a hit on it. You know, I think like the, it was the album, I think that had like fancy on it or oh, something, yeah. you know? And, um, that was when she really made her turn and started doing a lot more like Broadway yeah. stuff because let's be honest. Yeah. The, why haven't I heard from you and the one about, the uh, and, and take it back and some of that stuff. They're just Broadway, all that and fancy. Those are just, Broadway I, I would be songs. absolutely not surprised to find out that Jim, <laughs> Jim, uh, Steinman had written some of those. Oh, I know. I know. It's a, um, but, um, August 13th. Let me put this down here. Because something else significant came out that same day. Um, <laughs> Aren't you glad when we do research on the on the sh- on the live fly? on the show? Yeah. I know it's a you kind of get a behind the looks uh, behind the scenes look here, folks. So all right, so now that we got that, and hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> I will not have forgotten anything else. We're going to start in January. Okay, I have two releases in January. Sure, that. Um, 
Um, hold on, let me pull because I have I have the page up also. Okay. So it's one of those things that we can kind of go go through and uh, blah blah blah. Um, let me say this before we get started. Of these albums, of the stuff that was released in 1991, sure, there are ten albums that are in the that are on the um, Rolling Stone 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. Okay. There's an asterisk on it. There's actually 13, but the three that I didn't put on here were compilations. So it's like, mm. it's like, yeah, Ike and Tina Turner and Ray Charles and James Brown, the like greatest hits yeah. or that type of stuff. And I'm like, you can't that, really. That's, count those. I'm not putting it. These are like actual albums that were released. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna start in January. The first one that I have here. Released on January the 8th, 1991. It's a little album called Fly Me Courageous by One Driving and Crying. Yes, I own this. Yes, uh, Driving and Crying is one of those bands that, like, especially around here, they oh, played yeah. in well, Nashville. They're, they're, they're very, from Atlanta. Yeah, and they're very much a, a southeastern band. Yeah. Like, they, this was probably their biggest album, honestly. Uh, uh, this one in Mystery Road. Mystery the, the Road. Mystery yeah. Road, both of these. The two biggest albums. I was but about the to call is, you out on that because yeah, I but, own everything they yeah, have. But the but the thing is with both those albums is like they were the radio Yeah. They, or they were they were college radio hits, but they really were kind of Start of Fire was on that album if I, I think remember so, right. Yeah. And but it was one that they were college radio hits or yeah. you know, they had but they were also regional college radio hits a lot more than anything yeah. else. So No, that's a good one. I I actually owned all their stuff at one point on both CD and um, cassette tape. I have quite a few of their stuff. I know they've, and I say that, I had a bunch of their older stuff. I know they've yeah. continued, you know, Kevin Kenny has continued putting out stuff and, and everything, but I've, I kind of jumped at, off of them at At one point. point, I even had like some bootleg cassettes, oh, stuff nice, that was nice. recorded at concerts yeah. from the audience. All and right. they weren't bad. I have one other one in January. Okay. Sting the Soul Cages yeah. came out that year. It's, it's, you put you that know, one on there for Corey, didn't you? <laughs> you know, actually, my favorite Sting song is on that album. Really? It's all this time. Oh, that's a good. I one. like that song. Like that. I, that's one of the few sing, Sting songs that I like. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it was on the Soul Cages. So and uh, but yeah, that came out on uh, January twenty second. No, and don't get me wrong, I like I like some of Sting stuff. I like the yeah. earlier when he first went solo stuff. You know, and there were other stuff that was released that was released in. January, like by David Lee Roth, and was that skyscraper? Uh, no, a little ain't enough. Oh, okay. Motorhead put out 1916. That's actually that my album. favorite um, Motorhead uh, album. Front Front 242 put out Tyranny. That's a good. Uh, the one. Divinals Divinals album came out this month. Uh, that they were a one hit wonder. That's why yeah. I didn't put that on there. Um, it's very now. Touching. What's funny is seeing the Beat Farmers on here because they were a local <laughs> band. Yeah. Uh, uh, and here you go. Gerardo put out Moritmo. Oh, you know, I forgot. had Rico Suave on it, you know. Oh, so. no. <laughs> uh, you know, and, uh, and also, I, I tell you one that I and I didn't put on the list because, again, it wasn't the uh, it wasn't their big album, but the Screaming Trees released uh, Uncle Anas- uh, Anesthesia. That was that the one after. Um, it's not the one that has I, I nearly lost you there. Uh, it's it's the no. one. It, this is the one that like. Before they kind of became a thing. Okay, so this is the one. This is the album before um, the album that had uh, "I Nearly Lost You." Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, this is the one before that because that one came out in '92. Yeah, because it was that that song was on the uh, single soundtrack, and then it was on the album yeah. that came out later that year. So I remember seeing the single tra- soundtrack. I was like, "Oh, Screaming Trees." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know them. All right, so now we're into February. Queen's Innuendo was released on the second. Okay. What is significant about this? It's the last studio album yeah. before Freddie died. This is the one with um, I'm going slightly mad. I'm going slightly mad. And, some of the others, and yeah. um, 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 what else is on it? I is it, I want uh, I wish and of course my blank, my brain all of a sudden uh, um, yeah. just went completely blank because this actually has some significant I'm going slightly mad is yeah. on this um I remember when that oh video God, hit MTV what, what is um and I was like that's not Freddie yeah, I know. He looks so bad in that video. He's yeah. so gaunt and just, uh, he just, he looks bad. I think These Are the Days of Our Lives might be on this yeah. one. You know, it's one of those, it's, this is all that that, that very late. My magic witch there box you is go. back, so, but I won't turn it on. All right, good. All right, that was released on the 5th. I've even left it laying face down. On the 14th, on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Cooley High Harmony by Boys to Men. That's a good album. Yes, that's a great. This was album. the album that that introduced us to Boys to Men. Yep. Um, you know, this was the one that has uh, you know uh, Motown Philly yep. and it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Yep. And um, what was the other big hit off of this? Oh, I can't remember. It was another ballad that they. You're did. the one you know, with all I the, know, the magic I know, witch but I'm box not, right I'm, now. I'm not. I'm, yeah. The thing is, is, I'm not going to go into a ton of sure, you know, because we would be here all day if we go into all that. Great album. Yeah. Uh, now it wasn't their biggest out two, which came out two years later. Yeah. Is actually the one that's the one that had you know I'll make love to you and into the road and yeah, you know, like all their really big. They hits. only really had two big albums, right? And well, the third one. It didn't do as well. It didn't do as well, and there were some issues inside the band, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, th- those two albums, especially two, was yeah. just huge. But this was the one that introduced us to. It's like, oh, hey, these guys are good. Yeah, you know, this and so. And that was part of that uh, Bell Biv DeVoe family. Right. Yeah, it was. Uh, um, was it Bivens that found them? It was. It was Michael Bivens and. Um, and there was yeah. like, and there was like another group. There was like yeah, a little ABC, kid, yeah, ABC, uh, another another yeah. back creation who actually did put out an album this this year also. Really, yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like it was one one kind of a one and done type yeah. thing, you know. Uh, but yeah, another bad creation was because that's yeah. all. There's that line, you know, it says uh, ABC BBD or BD BB was was it Bill Bill BBD? As, 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 Bill there's Bill a, yeah, there's a line in there. It says, yeah. it says ABC BBD uh, and um, and then the boys to men or whatever, yeah. you know, in, 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 uh, Motown Philly, you yeah. know, cause it's that whole, and the thing is, is that the, those guys are in, uh, Ronnie Bivens or, uh, not Ronnie Bivens, uh, Michael Bivens is in the video yeah. for this, you know? So, uh, it, yeah. Um, really, yeah, it was one of those things that really did change a lot. Okay. <clears throat> third one for February. One of my favorites. Okay. And a recent favorite. Like in the last couple of years, really? I've gone back and like really listened to this and be like, "Oh, dude, well, how how did I not listen to this?" Okay, Dinosaur Junior's Green Mind was released. Dude, on the 19th. are you serious? Yeah, you're just now getting into that. Album? I was never a big fan of their like when um, the album after this came out. Um, what was the name of that album? Anyway, I was like, eh, okay, whatever. But it was one of those things when I went back and listened to this one. Yeah, 
like a couple of years ago, and I'll admit it was from listening to the Underwater Sunshine because they they were talking yeah. about it, and I went back and started listening. I was like, damn, this is wow. How did I, you know, how did I sleep on these guys for so long? You yeah, know? no, I've and, always uh, dug Dinosaur Junior. But yeah, this uh, this is the one that's got you know the wagon on it, you yeah. know, and that kind of stuff, and it's just like, okay, March nineteen ninety one. Okay. This is my birthday month. Yes. An album that we talked about when we talked about Five Deep. Okay. Amy Grant with Heart in Motion was released on the 5th. And just like that, he ruins my birthday for me. <laughs> it was based on Marino, March the 5th. Uh, uh, and he said, we, I think we talked about that enough before. Yeah. But Baby Baby was a huge song. I've actually, Every Heartbeat was a big song. I mean, it, it's... Uh, I've actually worked on a couple projects with her, um, mm-hmm. doing some video stuff. And she's, I met her. She's nice. She's you know? super cool. She is. Okay. The next one. Here's fears for our indie rock fans. Throwing Muses, The Real Ramona, was released yeah. on the 12th. Yes. Yes. Also released on the 12th, another album you might have heard of by a little band out of Athens, Georgia, by the name of uh, Rapid Eye Movement. Yeah, R.E.M. <laughs> out of Time. Yep. Um, this is the big breakthrough for them. Yep. You know, um, Losing My Religion. And That's me in the corner. Shiny Happy People and a radio song and, yep. you know, all those. Name all the band that was on Shiny Happy People with R.E.M. The band? Yeah. On Shiny Happy People? Yeah. Oh, uh, what's her name? Kate Pearson sang it. It was more than just Kate Pearson. Was it the whole B-52s? It was um, uh, Kate Pearson and her... her no, Kate, it was just Kate Pearson. I think it was more than no, that. No, it wasn't Cindy. Cindy sure? Yeah. It was, uh, it was Kate, only Kate Pearson sang the backup. Because the third one is Mike Mills. The third voice. I think I saw. I thought I saw the whole band in the video. Though. No, I could. Now be they wrong. may be like playing in the background or something, but yeah. Kate Pearson's the only one that All actually right. sings on it, and they hate that song. By the way, <laughs> and I don't blame them because it's a, everybody it's a hates annoying that song. song. That was totally the well, you know, and then and then you get into the you know like that uh, was the radio, record company going, hey, we need a single, yeah, and you know it was one of those things that uh, radio song was also on that, which KRS One yeah was on, so um, from Boogie Down Productions, that's right? So one more. In the the month of That's March, a great album, by the way. It is. Yeah. It really is. Rod Stewart's Vagabond Heart. That's actually a great album. It is. When you start looking at the track listing on this, it's like, oh well, yeah, oh just, yeah. Just oh, go yeah. through and listen to the Downtown album. Town Train is on this, which is a Tom Waits song, exactly. Um, um, Broken Arrow, which yep. is a Robbie Robertson song. Yep. Uh, if I told you lately that I love you was on this one, which okay, whatever. Uh, but it's one. Of, and uh, was it uh, the uh, beating of my heart? Was it? Uh, uh, what's the name of the song? The beating of my heart, the beating of my drum, the words I love you rolling off my tongue. Oh, it's oh, something about to young. No. I can't well, think the of the name of the song. The sky, I'll be it, it's, uh, oh, crap, what's the name? The Rhythm of My Heart, that's the name of it. Okay, yeah, that's sure. It. Yeah. No, no, no. Forever Young was actually on the album before this. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's the one that had uh, I just, Lost in You. And, I can never uh, remember the. the I, well, it's funny because those two albums came out like right on top of each other. He re- he released. Yeah. Um, what's the name of that other song? See, I'm terrible with actual song names. I can tell you, but it, that that other album came out in 1990. Yeah, and that's the one that had uh, Lost in You and um, uh, uh, When the One You Love's in Love with Someone Else. Yeah, and it had Forever Young, and then this one came out. Yeah. And they had Downtown Train and you know and all and all these other things. So it was one of those things that it was like a real like that early nineties output from Rod Stewart was actually really good. Yeah. You know. Um so yeah, that was that's that was released in March. Now we're moving on into April. 
Here's one I know you're going to like. This was not the thing that set this band on fire, on fire, but it's the one that made everybody go, hmm, we might want to keep an eye on these guys. Sepultura with a rise. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the next album, which was... Um, the next album was the one with uh, Roots, Bloody Roots. Nope. No, it was before. There's the one between the two. Uh, see oh, now. I am losing all of my credibility here. Yeah, you are. As in, you're making me lose it because <laughs> my memory is as Swiss cheese as yours. I thank know. thank you. I'm, I'm coming up on 50 very shortly. It's, um, hold on. I'm but this up. was the one where people kind of go, we might want to keep our eyes on those, those, those guys from Brazil. What are they doing here? You know, um, uh, let's see here. It wasn't a rise. It was the one after a rise. Um, chaos AD. That's it. Yeah, yep. Chaos AD. That was the one that really like, yeah. In the metal circles are like, Oh, and roots, these dudes. Roots, roots is the one. That. Yeah. And roots is a great album, Which, but that was also the last album with Max that Max yeah. left after that. He, and he went, went to Soulfly. Do Soulfly yeah. yeah. With him and his, was his brother or did his brother stay? I think his brother stayed. His brother he? stayed yeah. because they didn't talk to each other for a long time. But Roots had come out just as I that was. That was in 96 when that one was released. That was, I think I, that was the first or second semester I was the assistant music producer up at 88.5. Yeah. Oh, dude, because that was when I had my metal show. And I used to play Root, the song Roots all the time, dude. Who, guess who the one was that I put know. it in the rack up there? It was me because I was going through all the mail where the record companies were sending right. us the, the all stuff. Right. So that was released on such a good album. Released on the fourth of April. Oh, excuse me, April the second. That was the album with Slave New World on it. Right. Also released on April the second. Which seems a little kind of on the nose right now. Lenny Kravitz with Mama Said. That's a great album. Yes, it is. Such a great album. That is the album that kind of you know, his first album, uh, Let Love Rule, had you know, which had come out a couple of years prior to that. And it yeah. was one of those things that really kind of put him on the max because it had Let Love Rule and it had um, It's Not, or uh, is it's Not Over Till It's Over on that? No, no, that was on this That was on this one. I can't remember the other one. I believe was on the other one. That's what it was. Uh, it, but then this came out, you have, you have always, you have Mama Said, you know, and. Uh, um, You're, this is the album that has uh, I Fields of Joy, Always on the Run, Stand uh, By My Woman, right. It Ain't Over Till It's Over. Right. More than anything in this world, what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop dragging around flowers for Zoe, which we so know his who, daughter. Yep, yep. he was um, a famous actress now. Yeah, and this was and this was also when him and Lisa Bonet were getting divorced. Yep, and that's why all of this is you know that it's not over till it's over and all that kind of stuff. Always on the run is a great song. Slash plays on it. Yep. I mean it's you know they've been friends since high school. You know type stuff. So. Yeah. So okay, this next one. Is not their most popular album. Okay. However, it did wind up on Rolling Stone's top 500 albums. Okay. Massive Attack with Blue Lines. <laughs> now, Mezzanine is their big. That's their big later. one, but Massive Attack is amazing. Okay, so Massive Attack Blue Lines is number 241 yeah. on the top 500. Okay, that's that, this is our first entry into this. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not hugely knowledgeable on Massive Attack. Like I know some of the like I had I have mezzanine I know that yeah. stuff you know but a lot uh, beyond that I'm kind of eh, see that that's that's that period of time when I had I had a lot of uh, massive attack in my um, collection I had sneaker pimps I had Hoover Phonic you know I, I had um, I've seen Hoover Phonic and how and Portishead Portis yeah Portishead goes into that when I yeah, agree. yeah that's uh I, I, I did st- I not write down when they I still like a lot of that stuff. 
Where is that? What'd you do? What'd you do? I apparently did not write down. Here's an interesting, in April. Yeah. Alanis Morissette's debut album was released. Alanis? Dude, I remember that first video. No, 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 not that album. Oh, not that album? <laughs> no, this was her Canadian debut. Oh, no, and She no. was still like, you know, you got to think she was like, because she's my age. So it's one of those things that this was in 1991, so she was like 17 years old yeah. when this came out. It, it was... That was her poppy Canadian exactly, squeaky clean. Exactly. It's a... Um, um, look, I thought you were talking about the good one. No, no. That came out in 95, so... Um, you know, Taylor Hawkins wailing in the background on that video. Okay. I must have done something wrong here. I'm not... You know what? I'm not worrying about it. Here's the problem is I was going off Wikipedia for a lot of this stuff. And yeah. for some reason, I kept getting all the British releases on stuff rather than the American releases, the U.S. releases. Yeah. So some of these dates are a little wonky. Yeah, of like, well, Blue Lines, I think, actually came out later in the U.S. than it did in in, yeah. in Britain. So uh, here's another one, though, in April. This is very significant for both you and I and yeah. our generation. Temple of the Dog was released on the 16th. Yeah. That is an amazing album with, with from the, beginning to end, except well, for the exception of the one song that Eddie Vedder is on, Hunger Strike. <laughs> and we already know what it, what uh, Alan Eddie said about uh, Eddie, Eddie Vedder. Vedder. Heroin leads Eddie Vedder, so it's... Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm still surprised you haven't made a T-shirt out of that. I, I really need to do that at some point. So, uh, If you would like a T-shirt that says... That's right. I mean, we can, we, Eddie Vedder we can causes do something. heroin. You know, we might be able no, to... No, heroin leads to Eddie Vedder. Oh, yeah, That's there what you it go, is. yeah. Um, all right. Of course, so, it's going to have the, the Project Gen X podcast absolutely. logo exactly. on the back of the shirt. So. So. Okay, so now we're moving on. Oh, let's, let's look at April real quick. Uh, some other stuff that came out. Here's one that um, I know you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Um, White Lion released Main Attraction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. I love that now, album. <laughs> I'll, sh- I'll tell you something else here. The Doobie Brothers released Brotherhood. That's the one that had some, uh, that yeah. had uh, the doctor was on it, you know, which was like a, a, a hit for them, you know. Uh, the Orb released the Orb's Adventures Beyond the Ultra World. Yeah. Um, now, main attraction was really kind of the, the only hit off of that was they 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 did that cover of Radar Love, but yeah. it was uh, Little Fighter was like yeah. The, but honestly, that album is it's a good album, right? Um, Pride is probably oh was yeah was one of my favorites. Oh, here's one but, I forgot to put on here: Fishbone, um, the reality of my surroundings. Was oh, that's released, a, that yeah, album. that's a good one. Um, but they, I can't think of the guitar player's name for White Line right now. That guy, Vito Brada. <sighs> that guy's amazing. Yeah, he is. Uh, oh, here you go. This is one you'll appreciate on the thirtieth. <clears throat> yes, released Union. Absolutely. So. All right, now we're moving on into May. May is interesting. Love yes. The first thing that I have on here of significance. These are these are my of significance. Sure. On May the fourteenth, Alan Jackson released "Don't Rock the Jukebox." Yeah. I can't believe I didn't pull that one before we got started. This, again, not his first <laughs> album. No. But this was the one that sent him into the, oh, Alan Jackson's going to be a thing for a, a long while. Yeah. You know, obviously it had Don't Rock the Jukebox. It had... Um, Did I tell you about the time he um, drag raced me on 65 yeah. and I had no this, idea? Did this have him? Someday or Here in the Real World? Uh, I can't on. remember which one it was. It was, but it was a big, uh, it, this was a big album. Uh, this was a... Uh, um, and um, really solidified him. You know, his first album that had, you know, uh, Neon Rainbow 
and you know yeah. and that kind of you know and that kind of stuff was was big but this one was just huge now it would be the next album that had Chattahoochee on it that you know really sent them and the- let's see here this is don't rock the jukebox that's all I need to know Dallas Midnight Montgomery I mean, that's the which Midnight is, Montgomery yeah. dude that that song still gives me a good, goosebumps it's a good song listening to it uh, Love's Got a Hold on You was a big one for him um, Walking the Floor Over Me was a was here in the real world or um uh, someday on this one, or were they both on his first album? Mm, hold on, I'll look real quick. Here in the real world is, is the, on this one. Okay, no, no, that's the title of the first one of the first album. Okay, yeah. okay, so I'm that was the one with someday on that one. Then I'm looking. That might have been on the first one also. No. Okay, it was on the first one then. Okay. But it was a big album for Alan Jackson. Chase, uh, Neon Rainbow was on that one. On the first one, yeah. Uh, on Here in the Real World. Right. That was his first album, yeah. was Here in the Real World. Um, okay, so Alan Jackson, like I said, became a huge thing. It's still a huge thing in country music, and this was very significant. Here's another one, also released on the 14th of May. <clears throat> sure. You give me the band, and we'll give you the album title. Sailing the Seas of Cheese. Well, that's Primus. Exactly. <laughs> that's Primus. That's a huge Jerry band. Was a, Jerry was a race car driver. Was on this one. <laughs> well, um, um, oh, the cat. Um, oh, uh, I can't think of the yeah, name I right know, now. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tommy uh, the cat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Those are both on here because that's got uh, Tom Waits mm-hmm. uh, doing the voice of the cat. Right. Okay. The next one, also released on the fourteenth, is Ice T's OG Original Gangsta. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the significance of this is that New Jack City came out this year, and New Jack Hustler is on this album. Well, I'm, as well as the I went and saw New Jack City uh, yeah. opening weekend over at Fountainhead. Uh, oh, at a um, uh, Fountain Square. Yeah, yeah. That was an interesting experience. Oh, I bet. Here we go. Released on the thirteenth. Now, here's the thing you'll notice with this: yeah. some of these dates are wonky. They'll be like, this was before everything kind of got settled in on like, okay, Tuesdays are going to be the release. Date. Yeah. You know? They were kind of all the So way to these things, you'll, you'll notice that like there are some that release one day and then the next day something else will come out and then like four days later something else will come out. Yeah. But on the 13th, actually the day before all of this, De La Soul's De La Soul is Dead was released. Which was a good album. But Not I, as good as Three Foot High and Rising, but it's a good album. That album was so good. I had that cassette tape stolen three different yeah. times on uh, school trips. Well, De La Soul is Dead is the 222nd best album of all yeah. time. According to well, the, now, the, Three Foot High and Rising is on that also much higher. but it's a, the, the thing about De La Soul is Dead is they put that album out. They, they came out and said, we would have never put out Three Feet High and Rising. The record company made us do that. It's we such hate, a good album. They album. hate that album. It's such a good album. Uh, and it's well, hard to find. For one thing, you would never... All the samples that it's on Three Foot High and Rising, you would never be able to afford to make that album no. today at and, all. And it was the same thing with, um, oh, what was the guys that had the Cactus album? Uh, did the Gas Face. Um, I can't think of the name of them right now. But they were in that group. It was um, it was all Q-Tips crew. And, oh, okay. and um 
tribe called Quest. They all yeah. hung out with those right, guys. Right, they right, were all, right, right. But De La Soul hated that first album. So when they came out with yeah. De La Soul is Dead, such a good album, that, <laughs> was, that was supposedly know, they their, they changed, this is what we would have done. They changed their sound quite a bit between yeah. the two. But, so, but yeah, I cannot still a good believe, album. I can't think of that. I'm going to okay. look it up. Here is another very significant album. Yeah. Released on the 28th. Smashing Pumpkins Gish. Yeah, that's a good one. This was their debut that's when, album. That's when Billy Corgan still had hair. Yeah, no. This is their debut album. It didn't and, look like an alien. Yeah. Billy Corgan, say what you will about him. Third base. Okay. That was the group. Say what you will about Billy Corgan. Yeah. He is a genius musician. Yeah, he is. No, I mean, no ifs, ands, buts about it whatsoever. He is a genius musician. And what and a huge that, wrestling fan. Yeah, but 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 what comes with being a genius in any field is usually the arrogance and the well, you're, the assholishness and the some of that is they just don't <laughs> they're so into the music and they've right, got that talent right. they don't have the social skills right, that other exactly. folks have, which is okay. part of your problem. Here. <laughs> uh, you snuck that one in. Okay, there, I got there, you. there there was some I finger got, gesturing yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's too bad this isn't a video podcast. So a, uh, a good one. I'll give you that. Yeah, uh-huh. you're welcome. Also released on the 28th, and I'm not going to say the name of the album, um, NWA's second album was released. Yeah, don't, don't say the name of the album. Yep. Yeah. Uh, For Life yep. is the name of it. Of course, this was after Ice Cube had left. Yeah. And there were... This is where Ice Cube tore their butts up. Yeah, with no Vaseline. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It, this is... Um, Which is still one of the greatest diss oh, I know. cuts I know. ever. I know. I know. And the turnaround on it, because they released this album. I know. And the guy that was managing both bands turned around yep. and played it for Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Is like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Which is brilliant marketing. On so um, let's see. June. Is that what? No, we said we were in May, right? Um, let's see if there's anything else here that's kind of. Uh, there were a lot of like. Um, and I didn't put a lot of the, much of this. I put some of it, like I said, if, if I felt it was really significant. Yeah. But there were, like, Morbid Angel put out Blessed Are the Sick here, mm. you know. Like, Cannibal Corpse put out an album this year. and Which album? Uh, Death put out an album this year. Which and, Cannibal Corpse album? Uh, when we get to it, I'll let you know, because uh, we haven't gotten there yet. Um, but you know, it's one of those type things. A Dread Zeppelin put out five million this year. Uh, yeah, I know it's. I know it is what it is. Uh, Legendary Pink Dots. Um, who? The le- uh, you know, Ned's Atomic Dustbin put out. Oh, Godfather. That's actually um, a good album. Let's see. I, I own that one. Elvis at one Costello point. put out Mighty Like a Rose. Um, EMF put out Schubert Dip, but again, they're kind of a, yeah. a one and done. Yeah. Paul Abdul's Spellbound came out this year, which is the one that had Rush Rush on it and uh, Promise of a New Day. Yeah. Um, Paul McCartney put out his Unplugged. Halloween put out Pink Bubbles Go Ape. Uh, Joe DeSee put out Forever My Lady. There you go. That one. Stevie Wonder did put out Jungle Fever soundtrack, which yeah. is actually not bad. Um, but yeah, so you, so you got that kind of stuff. You said Cannibal Corpse, right? It's coming. Yeah, Cannibal Corpse. Um, was it Butchered at Death? Whichever one was released in '91. Yeah, I think that's that might be what it okay. is. Yeah. Uh, 
I just didn't put them on the list because that is a very niche. <laughs> you and I would know about this <laughs> and a few other people. Okay, I, and that's, <laughs> I, I own their first three. Oh, albums. I know. It's fine. It's, I, I did. Know, it's I don't have them anymore. All right. So now we're moving into June. Yeah. We have four that I have on this list that okay. are very significant. Yep. Seal's first album entitled uh, Seal. Yeah. This is the one that had crazy on it. Yes. Okay. Uh, it was released on the 7th. Seal is. Crazy is an amazing song. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's known more for Kiss for a Rose. <laughs> I blame Tim Burton for that one. Well, no, it wasn't Tim Burton. Was it? Because that was not, uh, that was on Batman Forever. He was not. Oh, you're this right. This was uh, Joel Schumacher. You're right. So. Okay. This is this is nipple suit Batman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're getting into it. Yeah. So, uh, but no, but Crazy it was a great song. Yeah. Great. As a matter of fact, Alanis Morissette covered it whenever she put on her greatest hits. Yeah. Stuff, and she did a really good version of it as well. Okay. The next one. And this is significant because now, right here in June, we're getting into the sound scan era. Yeah. This was when they started doing, okay, real numbers. Yeah. No more of this. We're going to call, you know, Tower in LA and, oh, what, what are you selling right now? Oh, yeah, we're selling a bunch of this, you know, and then them doing estimates and that kind of stuff. Yeah. We're getting into real numbers going forward here. And with that, the first album to debut at number one upon its release in the SoundScan album era. Is this a Guns N' Roses album? Skid Row's Slave to the Grind. Oh, yeah. It was released on the 11th. This is another one of those things to where the band came out and said, yeah, that first album, right, that we, was the that I was know. the record company. We would have never put out that soft yeah. stuff. And this is the album they put out. Right. And it's to, a good album. It's a, it's yeah. a real good album. There's actually verses of it that have a couple songs cut completely oh, off yeah, of it. Oh, yeah. Get the F out. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because they put that out, and then they were like, no, you got to pull that. Yeah. And so they, they put out a censored and an uncensored version. Yeah. I forget what the the song was that was on the un, that was on the censored version. Like that was the one you could get at Walmart and places like that. Yeah. But the rest of it had get the and quite honestly, that's a good song. It's like I like it personally. So I had I had both the censored and the uncensored. Yeah. Uh, the censored album was what I'd listen to in the car with mom and dad, yeah, and yeah. the uncensored version. Yeah. Okay. Debut album, another metal band that I know we both enjoy. Yeah. On the fourteenth, so three days later. Yeah. So again, not this Tuesday is the the day everything is released. Typo negative, slow, deep, and hard. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. This you is, were a bigger typo negative I fan did. than I, I was. I I do. I did. You know, of course, you know Peter Steele has been gone for over a decade now. Yeah. And but I really, especially from slow, deep, and hard through. Um, uh, the one after Bloody Kisses, uh, Dark something or I forget what. Uh, you make me look. I know, but 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 those like five albums are like just great. Um, um, but yeah, this is um, that 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 was the debut of of that band. So one more, another. Keep keep talking. Another. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find the significant thing. of debuted at number one. Did you find it? Uh, bloody, it's... It's the one after October Rust. Bloody Kiss is October Rust, and then... No, no, it's... Um, well, Origin it of was, Feces is in between Yeah, the there two. you go. Yeah. Bloody Kiss And then Bloody Kiss is, and then October Rust. And, and then, then World Coming Down. World Coming Down, that's yeah. the one. Sorry. Okay, so... Van Halen's For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge yep. was released on the 18th. You mean Van Hagar? Yeah. This is 
This was not the final Van Hagar. Okay, there was one more after his Balance came out. Yeah. a couple years later, which I really like that album. It's a not lot. bad. This right here is probably Van Hagar's pinnacle. Honestly, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, even though I enjoy Fifty One Fifty, yeah, Fifty One Fifty is a great. Do. But this album had Pound Cake. Yeah, uh, standing on top of the world. Yeah, and then the big one. Well, you had right you, now was you, on this yeah. album. You had Fifty One Fifty. Which was the very first Van right. Hagar album. And I album, love that album. Which is a great album. It is. And that thing is almost... you. That's another one of those albums you look at and you're like, okay, yeah. that was a single, that was a single, that was a single. And that was, and, <laughs> and that was this is Van Halen with right. Sammy Hagar of I Can't Drive 55. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're trying to do Van Halen as Van Halen right. with Sammy Hagar. Which could have happened earlier if Ted Templeton had his way. And then you saw them mature a little bit with OI812. And it got a little bit more adult and a little bit, it got a little softer. Right. And then you had this album come right. out. Okay. Which had kind of a mix of the yeah. two. And this was a great album I yeah. mean, from beginning to end. Well, that so. first single, Pound Cake, Pound I remember so the, that drill. They did, they did that um, world premiere on MTV. Right. And all you see is this drill looking down the, the, the neck guitar, of the, the guitar. guitar. And you're and like, what the I heck know, is I this? Know, I know. And yeah. Great album. Okay, so other things that came out this uh, Cool Modi's uh, Funk mm. Funk Wisdom. Yeah. Came out. Uh, that was kind of towards the end of his yeah, career, though. Um, let's see. Don't get me wrong. I love Cool Modi. Oh, Leonard Skinner 1991 was released. Yeah. This, which was their comeback. Yeah. I mean, legitimately, it was their comeback. This one had Smokestack Lightning on it, you know. and uh, Yeah, um, I, I saw him out at Starwood this was when, when they uh, came through town this on when that tour. Ronnie. Or Johnny Van Zant. Yeah. Johnny Van Zant, you know, took over. His um, brother. Yeah. Uh, Susie and the Banshees put out Superstition. Yeah, that's a great album. Natalie Cole put out Unf- Un- Unforgettable with Love, yeah. which was, she won all kinds of Grammys off of this Well, thing. that had the duet with, with her, her dad. dad. I don't know. Uh, let's see, what else? Who had been passed for how many decades at that point? A while. Big Audio, Big Audio Dynamite 2 put out The Globe. And we should, oh, here you go. And Third we, Bass put out Derelicts and Dialect. Yeah. This, this. And we really should mention that that Natalie Cole album wouldn't have been as big as what it was with that duet with her dad right. if Hank Williams Jr., um, had it done uh, beer my beer tuning a beer with his with his father with you know, know. splicing the tracks like that Hank Hank Jr. actually right. made that album here happen. you go and I didn't I should have put this one on here and I forgot to Anthrax Attack of the Killer Bees yes um, which has that great duet with um, Public Enemy yeah that's a Bring the Noise on yep. it uh, LA Guns put out Hollywood Vampires that's a great album Bonnie Raitt put out Luck of the Draw that's a great album um, okay uh, you don't like Bonnie Raitt? Don't. Uh, I don't. What I, is it with you and good music? I don't because I don't need anything to talk about. So. Uh, <laughs> you get more than enough of your own. <laughs> exactly. You big turkey. Now we're moving into July. This is what I was talking about with your problem. July is interesting here. Yeah. On <clears> July first, <throat> the Ghetto Boys put out "We Can't Be Stopped." Oh, this is the infamous album when Bushwick Bill had been shot in the eye. Yeah. And they took a picture of him on the gurney in the hospital with the bandage on. Yeah. And this put it on the, the album cover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, Ghetto Boys, for the people who know, know. Yeah. For the ones that don't, y'all need to go back and listen to some of this stuff. Because these guys were hardcore. Hardcore. And they talked about stuff that 
a lot of people did not like they talked about like mental health issues and yeah. all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's like it's, you can especially you go back and you listen to my mind's playing tricks on me. Yeah. That is someone's depression cry for help is what that is. I yep. mean, it's one of those things, you know. You know, unfortunately Bushwick's no longer with us. Yeah. You know, Willie D is doing a lot of great stuff down in Houston though. I mean, he is still he's just Willie D, you know. Well, course, I mean, he's, and then you got Scarface being he's, you know. He's he's so. he's part of that big Houston um, I know. rap community. But I'm talking about there. just in the community in and yeah. of itself. He's just like, "No, nah, dude. I mean, it's like I came up on the streets here. I know what's going on." Yeah. You if know? you and if so, you don't know about the Houston um yeah, the Houston rap community go, and the, go and check it out, man. Well, even their car culture down there oh, is different from anywhere else in the world. It's I just <sighs> And this was also. I when watched. They were, a, I forget what the name of the document documentary was on it, but I. I oh, remember, I know which one you're talking about. It's called. Oh, it's you know, because you, you've got um, you've got Willie D. You've got a Slim Thug yeah. down there. Um, oh, I know. It just all just blank. left my head. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Slim Thug puts out some pretty good Again, stuff. Again, you know, we're a couple of middle-aged white guys talking about <laughs> pop culture. So it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do very much, very much advocate for the Ghetto Boys. Hey, That's, talent recognizes talent. I know, exactly. And so I don't know how game in the world. recognizes wor- game. Right. <laughs> which, I, I, which means I have no idea why we're talking exactly. about it. Exactly. So, <laughs> so also release, are, are released on the second. So that was released on the first released on the second yeah uh two significant albums tom payton heartbreakers into the great wide open oh yeah which had that and learning to fly and i can't remember the other song that was oh, the big single that was released off of it and then trisha yearwood self-titled it, wait is that the one that had um uh i'm so bad my sister got no lucky. no oh. you're so bad is the name of it. that was oh on, that's yeah that was right. on uh full moon fever which was released in 89 oh, okay. that was yeah. his solo like yeah. not it was just tom petty you know that's like still one of my favorite songs that whole album yeah. is great and right. you know what it's funny since we did our five deep yeah. i've gone back and thought and like remembered a couple of things that we forgot oh i'm sure uh tom petty's um yeah. full moon fever was one yeah another big one that we forgot yeah. Big one we forgot was Brian Adams Reckless. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Big. We like, oh, how did we miss that? Yeah. I mean, because that's like, you could just buy that. If you're if it's like, oh, I just I just want to hear all of his hits. Buy Reckless. Yeah. That's pretty much all of them that you well, need. <laughs> buy, buy Reckless and then buy the album before that cuts like a knife. Yeah. Because that was actually. No, actually, Cuts Knife and Knife was his first one. The one after that was, um, that had Run to You on it. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, but yeah, Cuts Like a Knife. Go, go back and listen yeah. to Cuts Like a Knife, too, because that that's was actually, one. that's actually my favorite Brian Adams so, album. So Trisha, yeah. Trisha, Trisha, Trisha Yearwood. This had she's in love with the boy. Yeah, um, the woman before me. Um, this had Runaway Joe. That's on the next one. Okay, that's on the next one. That's when she got the makeover. Yeah, uh, and 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 got a, a very young uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey to play Runaway Joe in her video. So it's a, yeah, uh, nobody knew who he was yet. Um, but yeah, she's in love with the boy was yeah. huge hit. Just stratosphere when when that came out. Next one, skipping to the middle, or actually the end of the month, one that I know that you love, Maki Mock and Funky Bunch. <laughs> oh, good lord. Music for the People came out on the 23rd. Do you know how much I hate that album? <laughs> yeah, it's just good vibrations, man. It's a, it's a sweet sensation. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I like you. Come on, but- feel it, feel it. Oh. <laughs> 
This is what I was talking about with that problem. Um, I actually like Mark Wahlberg more as an actor than yeah, I do. I um, Say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of Shooter, but okay. I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> we bought, what, was, what was the one that he did? Uh, and I laughed so hard. I was like, no, they wrote this movie just so he could deliver that line. Uh, the other one that was based on a, like a, a real, a true story um, about the the Marines or whatever it was, is in the trailer. There was that Mark. He's like, man, I've been shot. I said, man, we all been shot. <laughs> it's like they wrote the movie just so he could deliver that line. <laughs> all right, let's get enough of Wahlburger. Let's go. How about this? Three days later on the twenty sixth, Mud Honey. Every good boy deserves deserves fudge. There we go. So we're starting to see like mud, honey. We're You're starting, starting to, to see, see that the grunge yeah. thing is starting to become a thing all of a sudden. It's yeah. like, who, hey, who is this? Who is it? These, um, and uh, yeah, that's a uh, mud, honey. Is more your like I listened to them, but yeah, I was never like a huge <laughs> fan of theirs. This doesn't have touch me, I'm dick on it, does it? Oh, no, that was that Green River. Was that? First off, it's touch me, I'm or, sick. Tell me, yeah, whatever. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> that was a total Freudian. Well, no, that's the thing. In the movie, it's called Touch Me, I'm Dick. Yeah. Um, which I know the actual song is Touch Me, I'm Sick. But yeah. It's a, that's what you actually said. Right. Though, well, but, yeah, I yeah. Know, I know. I know. Um, no, it's. I dug Muddy Mud Hunt. Yeah. It was, it, they were loud. They were noisy. They were rude. Mm hmm. And it didn't sound like anything else that was out at that point. All right. So the last one in July, and this is significant. I'm going to see if you know why this is a significant album. Okay. Leaders of the New School released A Future Without a Past on the 30th. Oh. What did we get from the Leaders of the New School? I'm drawing a complete blank, and I know I shouldn't be. This was the major label debut of one Busta Rhymes. Oh. This was his group that he came oh. up with that, like, imploded yeah. right as this album was getting big, and then he went off and became Busta Rhymes. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that so this is a very significant album because it gave the world Busta Rhymes yeah. is what happened. So, and... uh so yeah, that that was a that was a big album. So as far as that goes, okay. Here's some other stuff. Okay, here it is. Butcher at Birth, Cannibal Corpse came out on the first. There you go, right there. Yeah. Digital Undergrounds. This is an EP release. Came out. Yeah. Um, Green Days, ten thousand thirty nine slash smothered out slappy happy or slappy hour hours. It's like eh, a compilation of stuff. It's you know. Green Day. I know. Um, here's an interesting one. Uh, Jello Biafra and. No means no. Release the sky is falling, and I want my mommy. Alice Cooper released Hey Stupid, yep. which is actually a pretty decent album. Uh, it's got Feed My Frankenstein and Hey Stupid, and yeah. yeah. Um, Slick Rick, the ruler's back. Yeah, there we go. Slick Rick. Um, let's see. Therapy released Baby Teeth. I own that album. Mm. Somewhere. Oh, Living Color released Biscuits on the 16th. Okay. Which is an EP, you know. I mean, yeah. it's... Um, 
Uh, la, 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 la. DJ, oh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince released Home Base. This is the one that had Summertime on it. Yes. Uh, I can't believe I forgot that one. Yeah, which... Like I said, I was going through putting all this stuff together, and it was just like, oh, what's going that's on? That's still one of my favorite songs from them. Uh, if You Like Them, Widespread Panic released their self-titled album. I, I have to be in the mood to listen to Widespread Fugazi Panic. released Steady Diet yes. or Nothing. Yes. Uh, Psychedelic Furds uh, released Outside uh, World Outside. Which was not a bad album. Mm. I was never a big. I've just never been I, a big psychedelic. I like psychedelic album, furs, so. but it was that one. That album was hit or miss. Okay, now we're moving to August. This is where it starts getting fun. <clears throat> I have five albums in this. You're going to know all of them. They are all significant. Well, you say that like I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. The first one was released on August the 12th. It is the 235th best album of all time. Okay. It's like you can't get much blacker. Oh, is that Metallica's, <laughs> Metallica's Metallica? Oh, was released it's the this Bob day. Rock album. A <laughs> uh, huge album. That was the beginning of the huge end for Metallica. Uh, we talked a lot about this on our 5 Deep episode. Yeah. Um, here's one for you. On the 13th, the day afterwards, Cypress Hill's self-titled album came out. That's a great album. How I Could Just Kill a Man is still one of the baddest songs I have ever heard in my life. Yeah. I mean, that just, yes. You know, on, you know, and then when Black Sunday came out, that's when they really, you know, with Insane the Membrane, yeah. you know, and all that kind of stuff. But this album was like, yeah. no, there's, there's somebody new. That, that's around now. So. Yeah, that, that hit, and everybody kind of did a double take, like, what the uh-huh. heck is mm-hmm. that? Also on the 13th, this was Brooks and Dunn's Brand New Man yeah. was released. Not, I mean, this was... Who, who are these guys? Yeah. Oh, okay. And until they, you know, called well, it quits. I know they've done. They've gotten back they together. They were actually put together by the record oh, company. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know. I've, I've heard I've heard uh, Kix Brooks talk yeah. about that, where he's like, no, it's like we didn't know each other prior. And then they say, like, hey, you should, you know, this guy. They and were, then it just clicked. They were both struggling as right. independent artists, trying to make it as independent artists. Right. And the record company's like, you two should get together and write something. Right. And the rest is history. Yep. Next one. And I know you love this one. Pocket Full of Kryptonite by the Spin Doctors uh, released on the 20th. You know, what's embarrassing mm. is I actually, when it first came out, I was like, oh, this is this is pretty good. Well, I bought you it. you to remember, the first single was Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Yeah. And it's like, okay, who is this kind of funky new whatever, and, blah, blah, blah. And, and then, then they released the song Pocket Full of Kryptonite. Yeah. It was late in 92 when they released... Two princes. Two princes. And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, oh my God, Spin Doctors. Ah. And it's like, oh, it's that already was, over at this two, point. Two princes was the worst song on the album. I know. Pocket Full of Kryptonite was actually my favorite song yeah. off the album. Yep. But they were kind of that that white boy jazz funk oh, yeah. rock. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, absolutely. It, it went absolutely. away. It went away pretty quick. Yeah. 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 That, 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 this was their yeah. height, and that was it. All right, one more. I think I went back to listening to Urban Dance Squad after that. Urban Dance Squad is so good. But they came out the year before. Yeah. Okay. Number 160 Okay. on the top 500 albums of all time, according to Rolling Stone. Okay. Grunge Band. Is it Nirvana? Nope. Okay. Predates Nirvana. Oh. Some people will say they're as big as Nirvana. Debut album. Well, we've already talked about Mud Honey. Pearl Jam's 10 was released. Oh. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I I said yeah, okay, but significant of, album. Let's uh, be honest. I mean, I'll it, say uh, this of of the albums that Pearl Jam put out. This is probably their that, best. That's yeah. probably their best, and probably the one that I listened to the most. And honestly, I was listening, I was listening to this album um, <laughs> a little ways before it hit big. All right, here's where. So, here's where I screwed up uh, on something. Right. Massive Attacks Blue Lines was actually released on the sixth of August. <laughs> oh, I got that one out of the wrong. Okay, here's some other significant so albums. That, that's a mistake. Here, yeah, here's some other significant albums. Sure. Uh, well, that's the whole thing is I actually went and looked on their wiki page, and I yeah. think it was the British date that they, they had. Well, that whatever, makes sense because so. they were a British band. Right. So, so <clears throat> Babes in Toyland released Two Mother. Yeah, okay. In August. Um, PM Dawn released oh, on The Heart of the Soul I, and the Cross. Yeah, I own that album. I wore that thing out. I, I, it was a nice chill. It, it was one of those things that I'd listen to to kind of try to relax. It's a great album. Mr. Bungle released their debut. Uh, Mr. Bungle. Mr. Bungle just released a new album. Yep. Which it was. It, here's, it's amazing. Here actually. is a significant whether or not you like it or not. I probably should put this on our list. Sure. Vanessa Williams with the Comfort Zone. Yeah, that I was remember a big, it was a big hit. I remember big, it, big album being on the radio like all the time. Um, Blur released Leisure. Yeah, that was a good album. Mm, let's see, Toad the Wet Sprocket released Fear. Yes, I actually. Bob Seger released The Fire Inside. I'm actually a big fan of Toad the Wet Sprocket. Um, I know you are. Um, specifically, Glenn Phillips, who is the lead singer and principal songwriter for the yeah. band. And um, I've actually seen him do a lot of his solo stuff at, um, well, it used to be um, uh, 12th and Porter. Yeah. Back and forth, it got shut down, sold, and then reopened. Yeah. All right. August. Or, excuse me. We're in September. We're in We're September. Already. All right. We have quite a few in September. Well, that didn't surprise me. Oh, sorry. On the second, <sighs> Ten Machines, Ten Machine Two was released. I... It was David Bowie. Remember David oh. Bowie and Riz Gabriel? You know that. Okay. And let's yeah. be honest, it's not the best stuff David Bowie ever did. Uh, <laughs> well, I, he, I love David Bowie, but I can't listen to Ten Machine. He, just, he was known for experimenting. I know. And not, and not always works. Right. All right, here we go. On the tenth, Garth Brooks' Rope in the Wind was yep. released. This is the one that had Rodeo. Yep. Shameless. Yep. Um, what She's Doing Now. Yep. Um, oh, what else is on that album? We talked about it. Oh, The River was on this one. Um, this Because this album was on our Five Deep, you know. Um, yeah. Mm, let's see here. Go by and listen to Five Deep. You can hear everything that was released off of it. So. <laughs> hey, he's evidently not got his stuff on right. Spotify. All right, so here we go. The next one. Because I was going to pull it up and... Release the next year. Ozzy Osbourne's No More Tears. Yeah. Great album. This was probably... In the uh, bush. Yeah, in the bush. hands in the bush. I know. It's in a, the yeah, bush. then it's on No More Tears. My Mom Coming Home yeah. was on this. Road to Nowhere was on this yep. one. You know, I mean, this this was, and what was, oh, there was another song that was released off of it. Another single, I don't remember off the top of my head. It was, was that the one that hit uh, See on the Other Side? No. That was whenever he came back. That was um, Osmosis had that one. Okay. Um, also, the 17th, big week for releases. Okay. You had Ozzy. Mariah Carey put out Emotions. 
Okay. I know, but it was a big album. Now it was we, a big album. Now we okay. only roll her out for like five days at <laughs> Christmas. Know. Hole released Pretty on the Inside, their debut. Okay. Um, which, if you ever want to hear a big jump from what <clears throat> someone sounds like as an indie band to what someone sounds like as a major label band... <laughs> Yeah. Listen to Pretty on the Inside and then go listen to Live Through This. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here is the big one on the 17th. Two albums. Was this Use Your Illusion? Use Your Illusions 1 and 2 by Guns N' Roses were yeah. released this day. Um, you don't see people release two albums at the same time very often. It happens occasionally yeah but it's usually uh, when the recording session was really really yeah. successful and the record album goes how can we make as much money off yeah. of this as well, possible but you know you just look at the the volume of songs that are written between the two i mean well, it's yeah. just yeah okay so on the 23rd the pixies uh trump de monde oh or trump de monde or whatever it is was released yeah um Pixies, you can never go wrong with the Pixies. I don't care. I mean, obviously, most people look at Doolittle as yeah. there, but this, I mean, it's anything by the Pixies is good. All right, here you go. We've got four albums in the top 500 of all time released this month. This is still... Hold on. This is October or September still? This is still. September. Still? On the 23rd, also released Primal Scream, Screamadelica. Okay. Which... I don't know a whole lot about Primal Scream, but I saw that it was on the list. So I'm like, right, I'll put it on here because obviously it's it's significant, you know. I, I remember listening to it. I don't remember a whole yeah. lot about it. On the 24th, the next day, the number six best album of all time. Okay. This is, come on, you said it earlier. Uh, it's Nirvana's Nevermind okay. was released. Yeah. Do we even talk about it? I mean, what's been said that, there's nothing we could say <laughs> about this album that, that hasn't, hasn't already, already been, been said. said. I know. Other than when it first came out, I hated it. I liked it initially. Then I hated it. Then I liked it again. And then I was indifferent to it for probably a good decade. And then I came back. I'm like, oh, this is actually really good. So. No, I, when it first came out, I hated it. And I hated it for the fact that everybody loved it. Yep. Everybody went crazy over this thing. And I'm like, no, I hate it. Right. And it wasn't until later in life that I went back and listened to it. And I was like, no, okay. This yeah. has got some good stuff on it. Okay. Number 43. Yeah. Best albums of all time. Also released on the 24th. Okay. There are three albums released on the 24th of of September that are all in the top. Uh, Screamadelica came out on the 23rd. Yeah. All three of these came out on the same day. And okay. the second one is A Tribe Called Quest with the Low End Theory. Yes. It's number 43. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love Tribe. Again, Tribe Called Quest is one of those, if you don't know. You better go you better, find out. Yes, you need to go. So it's And a, more even than Tribe Called Quest is Q-Tip. Yeah. That, that guy's just amazing. So, and here is the third album. It's right. number 186. All right, hit me. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. Yeah. I know. Which that's the album that they put out that they built the template and then they just every they album after that sounds exactly Again, the same. Chili Peppers have been around for a long time prior yeah. to this, close to a decade, honestly. Yeah. And but this was the one that broke them. Yeah. Like they had you know, Mother's Milk had started it. 
Well, and then it wasn't just Mother's out. Milk. It was the fact that they covered Stevie, Stevie Wonder's right, a higher, uh, higher ground, higher ground right. on Mother's Milk. Right. Um, but that was but, the one that got their foot in the door. But that was the the only reason they did that is because the record company made them do it right. for a single. But the I'll rest, admit, the rest of the album sounds more like I know. Blood Sugar Sex Magic. It's not a bad cover. At no, all. like I'd like mo- a lot of times the covers you're like, yeah, but this was actually a pretty decent cover. Okay. Yeah. But, but then Blood Sugar Sex Magic came out. And then and every album like, after that has sounded exactly and the if same. I never hear Under the Bridge again in my yeah. life. Oh, It'll God. be too soon. All right. Last song, our last album. In- actually, the the only song I liked after that was when they did the Conehead soundtrack. Soul to Squeeze. Soul to that Squeeze. That is a great song. That's that's a- that is my favorite song by them. Yeah, mine Absolutely too. favorite song by them. Mine too. Okay. Last album released of Significance in September. Okay. Also came out on the 24th. Yeah. Brian Adams Waking Up the Neighbors. Yeah. Okay. This is... All right. First off... If you go back and look at Brian Adams, like in the eighties, okay, yeah, you you, had you won't songs, recognize oh, him because whoa. he looks nothing like right. he did back then. <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like you had songs like Heaven, yeah, Summer of '69, yep. Run to You, yep, you know, um, I Need Somebody, blah 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 blah. This is the album when you get, um, everything I do, I do it for you, yeah, um. This is when he basically can't stop this thing we started. This is where he basically starts his movie soundtrack. Yeah, career. it really is. Uh, can't stop this thing we started. There will never be another tonight. And I forget what the other. There was another one. Uh, do I have to say the words? It's like all of a sudden he decided to write these big long song titles. <laughs> of like <laughs> yeah, but again, had four big hits off of this album. You yeah, know? I mean that that you know this is where he basically took over for Kenny Loggins doing uh, movie soundtracks. Yeah, really, this this is where it started. Yeah, you know. Um, but again, it was still a big, a big release, you know? Okay. Let's look at, where are we? September. Now I will say this. One of my favorite songs is off that Don Juan DeMarco soundtrack. Oh, the, um, um have you ever really loved a woman? I yeah. love that song. I think it's, it's a, it's a nice song. Okay. Um, Overkill released Horoscope. Yeah. Oh, Queen Latifah released Nature of a Sister. Oh, now that's an album. Naughty by Nature released Naughty by Nature. That's an album. Sketch is, dude, he's one of the top yeah. in, the, in that industry. Rush released Roll the Bones, which it was an okay it album. Wasn't right. It wasn't one of their best. Blues Traveler released uh, Travelers and Thieves. Well, that's too bad. Which, yeah. um, Tesla released Psych- uh, Psychotic Supper. Yeah, which was an okay album. Right. It, it, now, Sarah McLaughlin released Solace. I almost put it on here, but no, that album have. is... Fumbling Towards Ecstasy is the one that really... No, this was, this you're was, right. This you're was right. not her debut, and it wasn't Fumbling Towards Ecstasy. It was yeah. kind of like that little thing in between, you know? Um, let's see. Oh, Uncle Tupelo released Still Feel Gone. Oh, Uncle Tupelo. Cinderella released well, hold Live on. Train to Heartbreak Station. Stop. If folks don't know who Uncle Tupelo is, yeah. you need to go do some research right now. Right. Because two major bands came out of that band, out of the split of that band, and that was Wilco and, and Sunvolt. Sunvolt. I know. And everybody else was big Wilco fans. I was actually I a Sunvolt. Like Sunvolt. Yeah, I'm a Sunvolt guy. And the last one on here was Ween the Pod, uh, if you like that stuff so. that that's very niche very very niche wait a second, with wait ween a second. wait a second wait a second what did i do here what did i do here i don't know what you did there um, 
Oh no, I made I made a big mistake here. Uh-oh. Why? Oh, I know what it is. What did you do? I got a date wrong. That doesn't surprise me at all. But it's one of those that we're going to talk <clears throat> that I had on here to talk about next. And again, I pulled this from the same website that I don't I don't get this. Also on the 24th of September was Soundgarden's Bad Motor Finger. That's actually one of my favorite Soundgarden. Somehow I got it as a October 8th release here. I don't know why, but it was actually released on the 24th. So that means that Nirvana, the Chili Peppers, A Tribe Called Quest, and Soundgarden all had major releases. No, on not the same just Soundgarden. Day. We're talking about Bad Motor Finger. Bad Motor Finger, yes. Which so. is probably one of my favorite Soundgarden albums ever i, I swear sometimes I, i'm basically this is it, why you should never use uh wikipedia. wikipedia yeah um basically from bad motor finger back is the sound garden that i like all right so and now if, and if i never sorry, have to I'm hear checking. spoon man ever again, oh i know that's too, i know so. i know I, I, that's not one of my the favorites. day i tried to live I can't do that yeah so. okay so now we're moving into october yeah we have Five or four, since Soundgarden isn't actually here. We have we have four. Um, this is you're, you're going to notice a trend here. The first one on October first, Prince and the New Power Gen- Generations, Diamonds and Pearls. This yeah. is the one that had Diamonds and Pearls. Obviously, it had uh, Get Off. It had Cream. Yep. You know this was this was this was after the Revolution was no longer with him, and he was like, Hey, here's here's my new band. Yeah, and they just proceeded to which new power generation was who was playing really with him good. when i saw him at bridgestone oh, yeah, on the yeah, farewell yeah. tour yeah you suck <laughs> dude i didn't just get to see him on the farewell tour at bridgestone uh, with the new power generation um we had some friends that had a box rented out uh-huh. and when we got to our seats they're like hey come up here nice. so i got to sit in a box and we were eyeline with the, with the um, stage. Yeah. No, not with the stage, with the actual um, speaker array. Oh, okay. So we were able to see down on the stage and see everything that was going right. on. At cool. one point, the band goes away, mm-hmm. and Prince sits on a stool with an acoustic guitar and does a half an hour oh, yeah. of sing-along with the audience um, with just him and a guitar. And he, this is also, he also came out and was like, I really appreciate playing here in Nashville because you people understand what music is and understand what the industry is about. And we were like, okay, thanks. Appreciate it. But that was, that's like, that's like my number one concert that I've ever I been agree to. I with that statement. Yeah. Except for the fact that that is both a blessing and a curse. Because sometimes you go and you see bands play, and all it is is a bunch of Nashville elites standing around. And when I say Nashville elites, I mean, like, I'm not necessarily talking about like. We're talking about the guys that play behind the scenes that are the right. actual But I'm players. not even talking about those. Guys. I'm talking about just people who think they're the elites. And, oh. you know, all the musicians and stuff that are around here who are just like standing with their arms crossed, going like with that look on their face, like, oh, I could do better than this. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> okay. Also released oh, on the he, first. He played that wrong. He played also that released wrong. on the first. Public Enemies Apocalypse 91, The Enemy Strikes Black. Yeah. Good album. Good. This has got a... Good album. um, Come on, pull them. Was it? (laughs) I'm not going to help you this time. All the Way to Arizona. Is that the name of the song? Uh, 
by the time I get to Arizona, that's yeah. when it shut them down. Was on this one, yeah. And this also had the the bring the noise with Anthrax on it, yeah, because it was one of those things that was on both. Well, the, this is the album they put out um, that was partially in response to Arizona. Um, yeah, that's the whole. By the time I get to that's when they they yeah. they stopped celebrating. They 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 said they had a vote not to uh, celebrate celebrate Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, yeah. which was dumb. That, well, Arizona's always been a little bit more redneck. Yeah, it's so, than it's other so funny to see how they have gone back and sorry, forth. Sorry, if you're living know, in Arizona, it's well, we're not talking about you. We're talking about the other ones. Apparently, we don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any listeners there that we know of. So, but it's still one of those things where you know Arizona has, has, has like moved back and forth across the political spectrum so much over the years. It's not even funny. So, uh, excuse me a minute. I'm making coffee. that's fine. So we're on to the next one here. Yeah, this is what I have to put up with people. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to come in with an insulated mug and you know so anyway so the next one but I get more coffee that way Here's a good one on the 22nd Yeah another indie Matthew Sweet's girlfriend Oh that's a good one It is a great album Love Matthew Sweet Yes Yes this is a good one I had to put that one on here it's like oh that's so good And a roundout on the 29th, Ice Cube's death certificate yes. was released. And Cube! Yep. And you can never go wrong with Ice Cube. No. I'm serious. Like, no, honest, like, also released in August, or excuse me, August. In October. <laughs> uh, this was, okay. For My Broken Heart by Reba McIntyre was released. This is the one, I looked at it, this is the one that had her cover of That's the Night the Lights went out in Georgia. Yeah, that was a huge Had the greatest man I, didn't, I never knew, you know, and the song For My Broken Heart. Those were the big, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, Scarface put out Mr. Scarface's back. Yeah. So this is him doing his solo stuff outside the Ghetto Boys. Yeah. Uh, you had They Might Be Giants with Miscellaneous T, which was a B-sides and remixes type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, Vanilla Ice put out the Cool as Ice uh, soundtrack. Oh. <laughs> oh no! Here you go. John Mellencamp put out Whenever We Wanted, which was a pretty decent, yeah. pretty decent album. Infectious Grooves. You remember oh, those guys? I had for- yeah. completely forgot about the plague them. that makes your booty move. It's the Infectious Grooves. This is their debut. So uh, uh, let's see who else. Ugly Kid Joe put out as ugly as they want to be. I, I I'll fess up on that. I one. did too. I I actually really enjoyed that album. Like it was an EP. Literally. Yeah. I mean, it was like six songs or something like that. And yeah. There wasn't a bad one on there. Um, Motley Crue put out their Decade of Decadence, which was a you know. It was a compilation. Was it this month or last month? That it was last month that Rat put out Rat and Roll, which was a like was a compilation. Yeah. Uh, of stuff. Mm. Which it, if if COVID hadn't happened, uh, they had already broken the okay. contract to come back and start touring again. Death put out Human this month, also. Oh, Pennywise okay. put out their self titled. Yeah, Pennywise. Um, Neil Young put out Weld. Yeah. Queen released Queen's Greatest Hits Volume Two. Yeah, which is the Red album. No, it's the. That's the Red blue, album. The Blue album. The Blue album is one. No. Are you sure about that? Uh, okay. I will just I'm go ahead. I'm clicking on it. Yep. Queen's Grace Volume 2 is the blue one. Okay. <laughs> I'm you're... looking at it right here. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it now. I you're remember. Right. I remember. <clears throat> say that one more time. No. <laughs> it's 
It's all right. We got it recorded here. <laughs> yeah, with you talking over the top of it, I'm not going to give you a clip. Big Daddy Kane put out Big Prince Daddy of Darkness. Kane. Here you go. And I didn't put this on here because really it only had one legitimate hit off of it. Okay. But it was too legit to quit. This Hammer. This is when he was just Hammer. Um, I'm sorry. Hammer Don't Hurt Him was a better album. <laughs> I know. I agree. Okay. Now we're moving into November. So November is going to start off with Enya's Shepherd Moons. Yeah, that's one and of I my... Put, and I put that on here my because... My wife really likes that album. That was a significant album for a certain set of people. Yeah. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> we all knew that girl. So... <laughs> you may be in trouble. You, you, you might... You might have Miss Nay uh, yeah, coming yeah, yeah, for you yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah. All right. So released on the, also released on the fourth, the number seventy three album on the top five hundred in Rolling Stone magazine. Okay. My Bloody Valentine with Loveless. Yes, absolutely. Um, if you ever want to hear some of the roots of Nirvana, <laughs> go back and listen to My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> Them and the Pixies. You listen to both of them, and that's everything you pretty much need to know yeah. how Nirvana became who they who they were and why they sound the way they did. Yeah. Okay. On the 11th, on 11-11, 1991, Genesis released We Can't Dance. And that's, his, that's what you call truth in advertising. <laughs> but it was a big, I mean, the song I Can't Dance was yeah. a big song. You couldn't get away away from it. And I know the, there were some other songs. Hold on. I'm, I, there was, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can't find it real quick. Because uh, I got it you're right, right. I got it right here. We Can't Dance. Um, tracks. Was No Son of Mine. Yep. Jesus, He Knows Me. Yeah. I Can't Dance. Truth in advertising, um, and those are the only ones I know as. As, it seems like there was another one on there. There was uh, apparently, as far as singles go, they also released "Driving the Last Spike," "Never a Time," "Tell Me Why," and "Hold On to My Heart" and "Fading Lights." And I don't hold know on to any my heart. That's the one I recognize. As I don't. Hold on to I my don't heart. recognize yeah. any of those other. Just the you know, no son of mine. Jesus, he knows me, and I can't dance are the ones that I. Really I, I was kind of upset about Genesis getting back together because I really actually preferred Mike and the Mechanics better. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so another very significant debut happened the next day on the 12th. Okay. It's Tupac's Tupacalypse Now. Yeah, okay. I mean, this this gave us... Well, I, I know... On, on, let's, let's, be, let's be honest. Digital Underground gave us... Tupac. Yeah. But this is where the world was introduced to Tupac. Yeah. I mean, I know he's a he's a he's a very talented mm-hmm. and but I just I couldn't get into Tupac. I'll admit Tupac is hit or miss with me. Some of his stuff I really love. Yeah. Some of his stuff I mean, I'm, like, I'm eh. not I'm not taking away from any of his talent. I know, I Super know. talented guy. Uh was definitely a wordsmith. Uh for me personally though, I just I couldn't do it. It just, right. it, it just, I get, no, I yeah. get it. I get it. It's a, uh, you know, it, and like I said, it's, he's hit or miss for me. I mean, it's it all, really is. music's all subjective. Yeah. So, so on the 18th, the number one, this is the last one on our list here, the 124th best album of all time. Yeah, okay. A little Irish band by the name of U2 put out Octoon Baby. Yeah. And, 
blew up even bigger than they had been before. Yeah. <laughs> blew your mind because you were already this was the album. UT. Well, this was the album that really got me into them. Yeah. Uh, admittedly, I was not a big U2 fan um, prior to this. See, I went to now. Go I had see... always, I had always loved the song where the streets have no name. Yeah, but that was the only one by them that I was ever like, yeah, I really kind of dig these dudes. See, I went to go see Rattle and Hum in the theater. Yeah, I know, see, I, I, did, I, I, was, I know, I keep saying yeah. this, but you know, people talk about, oh, you too, you too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, which album? They're like, Octune Baby. I was like, yeah. But see, this was the album that got me into them. Yeah. Then it was okay. Give me everything prior to this. And of course, I knew stuff off of. I, I knew a lot of their stuff. I mean, because you, you knew know, stuff off of War. You knew stuff, I knew off, stuff of off of Joshua all Tree. Of their stuff. You know, it was one of yeah. those. Uh, you know, Rattle and Hum and uh, the the Unforgettable Fire. And you know, yeah. I knew I knew songs off of all October. I knew a lot of those songs. Yeah, it was just that they because at the time when those albums were coming out, I was really more into the metal scene and that kind of stuff, and I didn't want some calls band i don't give a crap about that you know i won't you know i was way rock into and roll metal. all night and party all day you know and whatever i was and, way into metal also but yeah. you know i recognized good music yeah. when it was good but music. it was this album that i was like wait what are they doing now yeah this is different this is you know this doesn't sound like the 80s and <laughs> i mean let's be honest the, in a lot of ways the edges like you know over delayed guitar is the sound of the 80s uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. I mean, there were a lot of different sounds of the 80s. I know. That, that over, super over-delayed you know, reverb guitar is just one of them. All right. One more in November. <clears throat> significant. So far, according to you, they've all been significant. Michael Jackson's dangerous. Black or white. Yeah. And, you know... Um, I get that. I mean, it was a that was a pretty good album. Yeah. It, um, so yeah, it was a big album. It, probably the biggest significance outside of the fact that it's Michael Jackson. Yeah. Was that Michael Jackson was sitting at number one on the charts through the holidays in 1992 on the first week in 1992. Yeah. Nirvana's Nevermind knocked him off the top of the charts to take the number one spot. Yeah. The thing that a lot of people have said that they believe, like a lot of like experts who have looked at the reason they believe that that happened, parents, oh, I know this Michael Jackson, and they bought their kids the tape or the CD or whatever for Christmas, and then the kids took it back and exchanged it for Nirvana. Yeah. <laughs> and that was what. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, all right. So, other, and, and once again, not taken away from Michael Jackson. No, no, no I love, I love Michael. I know, I know that there's a lot of people who have problems with Michael Jackson, and he did some just despicable things. And it's anybody who, in the last two years, have like all of a sudden jumped on this Michael Jackson was a terrible human being thing. You weren't paying attention long term. We've known this since a long way back. Yeah. Okay, and it, you know because it's one of those things where there's smoke, there's fire. The thing is, is I look at the music. Separate and from judge the, the music for what it is, yeah, and still say he was a despicable human being, yeah. Okay, um, kind of so, like a lot of other stuff, yeah. Yeah, no, that person, you know, I, Let, Kevin Spacey did some despicable things in his personal life, but he was also, but he was a good actor and he made some good movies. I mean, so let's I'm just not call just it like throwing all of it out. Let, you let's know? call it like it is. A lot of brilliant people in the past have been awful. Awful individuals, John Lennon, but still had John Lennon really decent art. John Lennon, 
I love John Lennon's music. Yeah. John Lennon was a suspicable human being. And it's been very well documented, but people still want to give him sainthood for some reason. Okay. So, I, I'm, I'm not going to jump on that because I don't know enough about that to speak to that. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah. We won't go into it, but yeah. If, if you want to say so, <laughs> I'm going to leave that up there, to you. Yeah. That is, just, that, I'm just going to go ahead and separate myself from that. That is Alan. I don't know enough about it just, to speak to it. Just go Google John Lennon domestic abuse. Well. So. That's all you got. That's all you got to do, uh, and you'll go down the rabbit hole after that. So, well, mm-hmm. here you go. Okay. So, okay. So, also released in our in in November of 1991. We got to talk about it because it was big. The original motion picture soundtrack to Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, because that song, the Celine Dion, and I forget who the other guy was that sang it. It's a huge song. It won Oscars. Wasn't it Peebo Bryson? No, that was the one I fall in love. Okay, um, but th- this this was a huge. They they won Oscars and stuff. I mean, it, that's how big this was. You know. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else. Um. Teenage fan club put out bandwagon esque. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. Stevie Ray Vaughan. They put out the sky is crying. Yeah. This was ten months after he had died in the, I, in the helicopter crash. I was actually watching MTV when they, announced, when they did the breaking news announcement. Here's a good one for you. Which I think... Ricky, I, Ricky I, Martin's self-titled Ricky Martin came out of this. Uh, <laughs> when he was like a little little bitty, little bitty Ricky Martin. Yeah. No, um, I think that was when the helicopter crash happened not too, lo- not too long after he had done the Austin City Limits thing. Yeah, he had just broken huge yeah. and... Uh, um, Bad Religion put out a compilation, eighty eighty five. Yeah. Uh, Voivod put out Angel Rat. Yeah, it was okay. Not uh, great. Ooh, Yanni put out In Celebration of Life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Aerosmith released Pandora's Box, which was their box set, you know, of yeah. stuff. Um, blah, 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 blah. Keith Sweat released Keep It, Keep it Coming. Mm, yeah. It should have been more like put it back in the box. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Okay. Now, December. I only have one thing on my list. In December? It was released on December 31st. Last day of the year. All right. Live's debut album, Mental Jewelry. Really? Mm-hmm. And you got to remember, those guys were like 17, 18, 19 years old yeah. when this was released. They were real young. And, uh, and then, of course, it was Throwing Copper that came out three years later yeah. that really broke them. But Mental Jewelry was their their debut. Which is a good album. It is. Considering it's yeah. a bunch of 17 and 18-year-olds. Let's see. Green Day released Kerplunk on the 17th. Um, and Monster Magnet released Spine of God. And I honestly don't see anything else in December that is worth talking about. So, <laughs> well, alrighty then. So that is the list of uh, of of quote unquote our list, or I guess my list of significant albums. We talked a lot about you know ninety one. Ninety one was a big year in rock. I mean, yeah, really. You just go down the list, and like I said, you just look at that in September. You know, Soundgarden. What's funny is I remember walking around going, "Man, does the music today suck?" Yeah, well, this music sucks. Why can't we go back to the old stuff? I know, I know. Well, you know, it's like that that Brian Pesain video that I sent you. Yeah. The new music sucks, you know, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> not quite as good as, uh, um, what was it, bouncing tennis balls off the wall. 
<laughs> there are just some very damaged people in the world. Yeah, and go 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 look that one up. Evidently, on, you <laughs> happen to be one of them. Go look that one up on uh, on YouTube <laughs> if you want to get get kicked right in the gut. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he he did this to me today, and I was just like, it was such a. <laughs> it was kick. A, yeah, it was a dick move. I know. It was, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so guys, thank you so much for uh, uh, sitting here. Listening. We're going to be talking a lot of, about ninety one this year. Um, Dave doesn't know this yet. I've already started putting <laughs> together some stuff. You know, we're kind of like what we did with nineteen eighty four last last year. You know, where we kind of went through the movies, and okay, we went through the music, and we went through. You know, sure, a lot happened in ninety one because this whole thing you know, we mentioned earlier. You know, Freddie Mercury died in November of ninety one. The other big significant thing that happened there was the fact that not a week earlier was when magic johnson made his announcement that he had hiv yeah and Freddie Mercury died a week later and it was just like wow this what just happened yeah um we lived through our own pandemic for many 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 years through the 80s and into the 90s and through the 90s of aids and hiv love it was one of those things that, you know, maybe on a real serious thing, but it was one of those things that was scary because it was like, hey, you get this, you're going to die. Like, there, there was no ifs, ands, buts about it. Unless yeah. you were Magic, Magic Johnson who had a lot of money that could get, you know, all the, you know, the best doctors and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And But it's still one of those things where it was like, that was a, if you get this, you are going to die. I remember what a scandal it was. It, you know, he made the announcement and then he was going to keep playing in the NBA. He can't, well, he retired and then he came back to play in the All Star game. And there was some concern. Some people were like, I don't yeah, know about everybody, that. And everybody. Then, and then he played in. There were a the couple Dream players team. that pulled out or something. Yeah. I don't remember what. Well, it was. I mean, it was there was there was a few things like it was that. And then crazy and then again stuff. when the Dream Team happened the next summer, you know, for the '92 Olympics, which I'm sure we'll cover next year. You know, he played on that, and there was kind of some controversy there as well. But, yeah. again, it was one of those things we were still, you know, we were less than a decade into it, and there still were a lot of questions about how does this trend? Do we know how it transmits? Do we know how it this and that and all that kind of stuff? So yeah. for all y'all that want to uh, get bent out of shape about this COVID stuff, just remember this is brand new. And I know we live in a different world than we did 30 years ago, but we're still learning yeah. So we don't know what we think we know yet. So just to say that, that's all we're going to say about that, just, honestly. <laughs> just be patient because this roller coaster isn't over, folks. That's right. 2021 so far has just uh, kind of been an extension. I saw, Did, a great, I saw a great meme yesterday on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, because, Or I guess it was. Is it the one that I actually created? No. No, no, no. Did I show you that one? I don't. Uh, yeah. No, it wasn't that one. It said, um, um, what was it? It was uh I think it was like near 2020, uh, after my seven-day trial of 2021. Oh, no, I, I didn't create that one, but yeah. I was the one who posted it. It's like, <laughs> I've seen that several places. It was it's like, like yeah. um, I would like to cancel my, uh, yeah, my, my trial sus- subscription yeah. to 2021. <laughs> yeah. I do, I am not interested. No, the one I'm going to call it in case anybody sees it. I actually created an, uh, a meme um, back before Christmas, mm-hmm. and it was right at, or maybe it was after Christmas. It was right when the twisted T incident oh, happened, dude. where yeah, that guy busted that cannon. And I took managed to get a screenshot of the video mm-hmm. of just before the hit, 
and you can see the drunk dude leaning over and it's like i'm so glad 2020 is almost over oh yeah and <laughs> it's down by 2021 <laughs> i just want to say i made the meme and i called it and i want to say that dude deserved it yeah that dude absolutely deserved, deserved it. it he deserved a whole lot more than what he got so it's, it's too uh, bad he didn't hit him with a six-pack of that man it was funny with that video. Uh, if you haven't seen it, just go go to YouTube and, and Google Twisted Tea. Do, that's or, all or, you have to do. Or Twisted Tea Hit. Yeah, that's all you have to do. I guarantee you put Twisted Tea in, and that's going to be the thing that comes up on the search yeah. bar. But it is one of those things that that dude, after, because you know, that video, when he gets up, is just like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> well, I saw one version of it where somebody had taken the hit, uh-huh. and you know the drum part from In the Air Tonight? Yeah. I was like, yes! So anyways, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, we should probably do a short update on what social medias we are and are not on at this point. Just go to Facebook. <laughs> And that's at this point, just go to Facebook or, or email us, projectgenx at gmail.com. For the time being, we are still on Facebook and, and I'm still I'm still um trying to keep up the Facebook page yeah, over there. And so, Alan throws in some stuff from time to time. Yeah. Too. And and yeah, that's uh, all we're, we're gonna say at this we're, point. We're, gonna, we're, we're no longer gonna, on Twitter. We are no Don't longer on look Twitter. for us on Twitter. Yes, we are on parlor, but we're not any of the crazy people, but even that is up in the air at this point. So yeah. it's uh um, uh Instagram. I oh, that's the other Instagram. We're still on Inst- yeah, we're still Instagram on will Instagram. probably always be on. So um but yeah until they kick us off. Yeah, well there could be that too. You, you especially saw, after that last one I posted. Well, <laughs> You saw the meme I posted last yeah. night. Is yeah. it follow me and you'll be in a world of Facebook violations? Exactly. So, <laughs> so guys, thank you once again for uh, sharing time with us. My name is Alan Smith. I am Big Dave. And we'll see you next time. Have a good one.